guest episode. Hello, welcome back to Adventure with Stories. Today, as you heard, we have a guest. Hi, this is Justin. Yeah, Justin Fine Fine Silver. I hope you enjoy the episode. We have another super special guest too. Her name is you. You. What's your name? You say it. <laughs> you say it. Now you say it. This is Emmy Fine Silver. Justin's little ready daughter. <laughs> You're little. Little Emmy. So what's your favorite food, Emmy? Corn. And what sort of favorite foods have we eaten when we've been here on this trip? What have, we to, what have we eaten every morning that was really special? Peaches. Do you like those peaches from Palisade? Yeah, let's do- get some. Let's okay. get some. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. So, we're in Palisade right now now right yes we are um so this is a family vacation that's that's why my uncle's here everybody's here so um i thought we'd talk about some foods that are special in our family that's right and we're on this trip in palisade and there are tons and tons of different types of food that are really special to this area and also special in our family that we really enjoy over here and then also when we're back home in Denver. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about a few. Okay, since we're in Palisades, you know, let's, let, let's start with the most obvious choice. Peaches! The world-famous Palisade peaches, right? Nom, nom, nom. They're amazing. <laughs> I'll put them up against any peach in the whole world. They're so delicious. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite thing to eat with Palisade peaches? I like Palisade peaches. Um, I think I like them maybe. I don't know. I like them in everything. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. We, we're going to make a, a peach cobbler tonight. So that's how we're going to have them tonight. Yay! But sometimes we just eat them. Sometimes we put them with ice cream. Sometimes mm. we grill them. Sometimes we saute them with butter and brown sugar. Mm. Lots of different things, lots of different preparations, but they're so sweet and juicy. They're amazing. Yeah, and I just want to eat all of them up. Yeah, and that we're actually staying, where we're staying is in an orchard that is a peach orchard, and we can actually see all the peaches growing on all the trees, and it's incredible to see all of these. Mm-hmm. And... um. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. If you lived on an orchard, what kind of fruit would you have on it? I think I would definitely have peaches, but that's an obvious one. Yeah. But I'd like to have apples and pears, too. And those, I think, are more ready to pick in the fall, um, usually. And they kind of come to their best, you know, in the fall, which is great. So I really like to have those as well. Yeah, nice grips apple. Mm-hmm. But of course, we gotta have our peach orchard. <laughs> That's right, of course. That's but the orchard we live in. What right other types now. of fruits have we had since we've been? Do you remember? We've had little plums. Apricots. 
Mm-hmm. Have you had any cherries? They have really good cherries as well here. Haven't had any, but I've seen the birds get a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to get the cherries, not the birds. Yeah, but they're just like... They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Where the end, the cherry season is kind of coming to an end, I think, for here. But the peaches are just ramping up, which is great. So it's really it's an exciting time to be able to come visit. But this, we do family trips like this, and a lot of times they're based around different types of food in different locations, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the trip? I'm trying to think if you remember. Do you remember when we went to Jackson Hole in Wyoming? No. Well, I feel like I was two when that happened. You might have been very young, but we cooked, we went and got local meat, local cheese, local vegetables and produce, and we made a really incredible meal on that vacation Mm. as a family, which is something we do a lot, right? Yeah. Do you like to cook? Yes. You do? Mm -hmm. What's some of your favorite things to make? I like making pancakes because I like putting the ingredients in the batter and sometimes adding chocolate chips or sprinkles in to make confetti or chocolate chip pancakes. Whoa. Yeah. You think we could add peaches? Mmm. Peach pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really good. Yeah. But food in our family is pretty important, right? I mean, we get, a, we get together around a lot of different types of f- food. We have a lot of events where we have special meals, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we've realized, Carolina, Caroline and myself have talked a lot about this um, over the last few months, but food is so important in so many cultures. Not only does it help keep us healthy, right, mm-hmm. and sustain. It's in cultures. It's in a lot of different cultures. So in lots of different families and lots of different cultures, they have different types of food traditions um, with their families and with their friends and their communities. Um, that we think are, that's pretty cool. And so that's even motivated our, some of our food traditions a little bit in our family, I think, to when we think about it more broadly like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like my dad's side of the family, who's in Hawaii, they, 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 at Thanksgiving, they'll always have a special, they always have a special feast. It's always the same. They've got ham, another kind of meat. Sometimes it's different. And then they've got mashed potatoes and Hawaii, and Hawaiian rolls. So some and simi- rice. So some similarities to what we have here, right? Thanksgiving, but some differences, yeah. which is really cool. They never have cranberry sauce, so uh, sometimes <laughs> they do. That is a very American thing. I mean, sometimes they have it, but not usually. Right. What are some of the other memorable meals we've had as a family? We had a pretty good one last night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. What did we have at, what was the most memorable part of our dinner last night? The s'mores. What, were, what was the s'mores like? Well, we were sitting inside, and there was just this little pot of fire, and we roast marshmallows on it, and then we put the marshmallows in really soft graham crackers with melted chocolate, and it was so good. They were some of the best s'mores. What? flavor were the s'mores. I mean, the, the marshmallows. The homemade marshmallows. Yeah, the marshmallows might have been lavender. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing took the whole restaurant by surprise, and they were just in awe, but it meant so much to you and Emmy, um, the two little kiddos on our trip here, um, when they got to see all that and, and be able to roast marshmallows inside on a table at a restaurant, which we've never done before. Pretty mm-hmm. crazy. 
Well, I have in Utah once. You have? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you're very fancy. <laughs> the one memory I, I have about Caroline, um, a number of them, obviously, is we've gotten to spend a lot of time with her as she's grown up. When she was two or three, she knew what balsamic vinegar was, and she loved it. <laughs> I still love it. That's right. But you, and the one other thing I remember is, when you, even, I think you might have been two years old, or even younger, if one of your first words was coffee because you knew that at Nana and Papa's house where you were living when you moved to Colorado um, they, they always made coffee every morning and you could smell it so well and you would say that coffee coffee <laughs> so food's been a big part of your life growing up and a big part of our family life as you've grown up in it right mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty cool and pretty special what are some of your favorite things to that we've had on other trips? Do you remember anything else? We went to New Mexico, and we had um, some different specialties there. We had um, tamales and red chili and green chili. I'm not sure you had those, though, right? No, Too I spicy. do not like. <laughs> the only thing I like that's spicy is Dijon mustard. <laughs> Yum. That's pretty true. Um, what are some of your favorite things to put Dijon on? I think I like putting Dijon on, well, burgers. Okay. And definitely meat and cheese sandwiches. I will not eat one without Dijon mustard. <laughs> wow. That's pretty amazing. Did we have, what did we have uh, yesterday when we had lunch? We had, they made a special sandwich for you and they brought Dijon, a side of Dijon, right? Mm-hmm. They had a turkey and cheese sandwich with Dijon. It was really good. Mm. It was a panini. It was yes. breasts, right? Yeah. Really, really good. Um, what are some of the other food traditions that we have in our family that you that you know about, that you remember? Well, I know that we always have a special Christmas morning feast. That's right. What does Nana make for Christmas every year? What's the special cake called? Um, and it looks like a log. Ooh. Hmm. Do you remember the name? No. Well, when, when I was growing up, we had um, au pairs from France that were, became very close family friends, but they took care of me and my sister when I was growing up many years ago. Um, and they used to make something called the Bouche de Noël, which is a Yule log. And That's what it was, that's the Yule right. log. That's what we call it. And there are people here, there's definitely many families that have that tradition in the United States as well, but it's kind of worldwide. Um but we make a Yule log, and Nana makes it. She makes a, a chocolate sponge cake. She makes it very thin. She makes a really thick and amazing buttercream frosting, and she rolls the log in the frosting and then coats the outside, and it looks like a log on a table, right? Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly good. It's very rich. And we usually have that on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, and that at the end of our celebration that's the last thing that we eat what other stuff do you remember from our family food traditions well what are some of the things that we make a lot honestly i know this isn't really a tradition but i feel like all the all the kids almost always eat waffles (laughs) (laughs) that's very true yeah that's very true because your papa is a really good breakfast cook right and so is nana and we have a lot of we do have a lot of waffles and breakfast stuff for sure. 
and that's definitely a favorite. Um, I was going to mention that um, we, we do a lot of large, um, you know, large different, plate, different types of dinners like paella and things like that. We've done that in the past. Um, we do lots of burgers, right? Yeah, we make nice bison burgers. Nice bison burgers. Chicken burgers and mm -hmm. salmon burgers because my aunt's a vegetarian. She eats only fish. She's so a pescatarian. You know that? Have you heard that term before? No. Well, there you go. Now you learned something. So, we have lots of different stuff, but almost everything that we do, we celebrate. We celebrate around a table, we celebrate around good food, and we feel very fortunate and lucky to have that in our life, don't we? Mm-hmm. Because we're certainly aware that there aren't, there are lots of people um, in our community, there's lots of people around the world that don't have the opportunity that we do, so we definitely understand that, and when we can, we do a lot to donate money and food and things like that where we can um, to support the other communities that we're, that we're nearby and a part of. Yeah. What, um, what, well, I'm trying to think what was another big food tradition we had. We, oh, what do we do on the, on the Saturday mornings usually, or Sunday mornings, on the summer? Hmm. Where do we go? The pool. No, that's food related, silly. I'm kidding. <laughs> Where do we normally go? Oh, the farmer's market. Yeah, and what are some of your favorite things there? Well, um, at the farmer's market, I always get pastries. What kind of pastries? Well, banana bread and um, sometimes cherry danishes. What? Mm. And those are all made locally, right? Yeah. What is our favorite bakery at the at the farmer's market that you that you go to? Remember the name? Reunion. Reunion. And it won. Um, two years ago, I think one food and wine in food and wine, one of the best restaurants in America is a bakery, which is really unique. And what's the guy's name that runs it? I can't remember. Is no idea. I don't remember his name. Anyway, he is an incredibly interesting guy, and he makes delicious stuff. Is that your favorite banana bread? Do you get banana bread from him? Yeah, it's so good. And then he makes. Um, he grew up in both Venezuela and um, Portugal, I think somewhere in Europe, Portugal or Spain. So he's got traditions from both of those cultures. Um, so he makes, I think my favorite is, he makes the croissants filled with like churro croissants. Have you had those before? The, sh the cinnamon sugar croissants? Wow, yeah. And then he puts the dulce de leche, the caramel sauce inside of those. And it's like incredibly delicious. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you know what's my favorite croissant he makes? What's that? I like the almond croissants he makes. Oh, nice. They're oh, super flaky good. and they taste amazing and yeah. they're super buttery. Yeah. What are what do you think some of the challenges are for him coming from two different cultures to, to Denver, Colorado to 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 bake for our family and for other families in our in our area. Well, he probably misses his family and yeah. his traditions. That's true. So but he he's kind of to cook them in Yeah. into into But now what's what's house? happening with his traditions? What are they? Ha what are that? What's happening in our family? They're becoming some of our traditions. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. So, we know that there's lots of problems in the world. We know that there's lots of challenges in the world, different cultures and different countries. 
and sometimes there's wars and sometimes there's awful things. But what if instead of wars and all those awful things, what if we just had a food, food offensive and we learned about each other's cultures through food and maybe we would have a little bit more peace. What do you think about that? Yeah. It's kind of a big idea, isn't it? We wouldn't have to battle each other for that's right. land or that's, something. That's right. Like we, we could, used to. We could just say, hey, come over and have this amazing pasta dish that's a part of my family's history or my tradition. And maybe we can try some of yours and maybe we can celebrate and, and realize how, more sim- how much similar we are or celebrate our differences. And that's okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of things in history as you'll learn as you grow up in school, a lot of times in our history there's been multiple, multiple um, different types of uh, tough discussions between countries that have happened over big meals like that. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully there's going to be more of that. Um, I think that could be really beneficial. Um... I think culture is so cool, and like I, I would eat all the culture food in the world if, if I wasn't so picky. I'm super picky. <laughs> I know. That's too bad. But Wish I wasn't picky because then I would eat just like all the cultures of food on the world. I have a feeling what's going to happen is when you get older, you're going to start trying some new things in, in some of those different cultures. And you're going to be like, wow, this is crazy. I didn't know I liked it. But you know why? Because it wasn't around. So, um, yeah. So, I think it could be really interesting. But what I think would be cool to do with this, hopefully we can do more of these discussions, is do a series of these discussions about food and about culture and maybe have some other people a part of it someday and talk more about our traditions in our family and maybe learn some about some of other other people's traditions as well. What yeah, like if I like if I made if I made this podcast when I get a little older, I could start taking guests that maybe live somewhere else and ask them about their family traditions. I think that's a great idea. It's a good way to learn about other other people, other cultures, and maybe we can get a little more understanding in the world, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good idea. Well, I really appreciate you having me. Is there more questions? Well, we do have another segment or two. Okay. Well, that, well, I hope you like us talking about culture. Next, we're going to talk about some of the best foods that we like to eat and some of the foods that... And maybe some of the foods that we really want to try. That sounds great. I'm excited. Yeah. Before we start our next segment, I have something exciting. In the show notes, guess what we're going to have? What? Oh, we are going to have a bunch of peach recipes for you to try. That sounds amazing. Doesn't it? Yeah, I can't wait to to see what you put together. We definitely have some good ideas, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Including the peach cobbler we're going to make tonight. We can't give you the ingredients because I have no idea what ingredients we should use. But we'll just write a few ideas down and, well, you can read them and hopefully make them at your house. 
Back to the show. Alright, so we're back and it's time to talk about favorite foods. Okay, why don't you go first? Okay, um, I think my favorite food in the world, honestly right now it might just be a burger. A burger? <laughs> Do you like cheese on your burger? No. Do you like a toasted bun? Sometimes, it depends on how toasted. What type of condiments do you put on there? Just Dijon? Yeah, I like Dijon. Sometimes I'll put ketchup. Yeah. What do you like to eat on the side of a burger? Definitely fries or chips. Thin fries or thick fries? Um, or waffle fries? Tough choices. I think a fry, you, you can't see this, listeners, but like... Half an inch across? This thick of fries, okay. that thick. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I like a good burger, too. I like bison burgers, though. I think I like beef burgers. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite foods is... Um, I really like... Um, what am I going to say? I love chicken. I eat a lot of chicken. But I really like salmon. Like grilled salmon. How about you? Do you like salmon? No. <laughs> tried it before? Yeah, I, I don't know. I know for a fact you've tried it because I told, told you it was pink chicken when you were a little kid and you ate it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, what's another one of your favorite foods? Um, you know, honestly, I think I really like like um, fancy like butter noodles with Parmesan. All all the listeners around my age, and eight, by the way, I think all the listeners around my age would agree. We all like butter noodles when we're a kid, when we're kids, don't we? I think so. Yeah. You know what I put in my butter noodles that just really makes it really good? What? Is you should stop it. Um, I like to put an egg yolk in it. And it makes it extra creamy and delicious and amazing. And egg yolk really does something amazing to it. Have you ever had that? No, but Yes, it you have, because I made it for you before you didn't even know. Whoa. Whoa. I didn't know that. That's right. What about mac and cheese? I know you love mac and cheese. Mm, especially white cheddar shells. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There are white cheddar shells at, um, in... Aunt- in Annie's. Annie's brand of mac and cheese. Really good. Never really heard good. of Andy's? Then you are missing out because they got bunny fruit snacks, bunny everything. Annie's, if you want to sponsor this podcast, just look, reach out to Caroline and let her know. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Annie's, just 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 reach out. I will definitely sponsor you. <laughs> yeah, you can sponsor me. I'd love that. <laughs> I would just ask mom, and I'm like. Can Annie sponsor me, please? <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, one of my other favorite things to eat, I like tacos. You like tacos too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what kind of tacos? I like bean and cheese tacos. Really? No meat? No? Mm-mm. I used to work at a restaurant, um, and it taught me a lot about different food from another culture, um, Mexican food specifically but coastal Mexican food 
and I learned a lot about different types of taco fillings and things like that. So it's not just beef or chicken, it's chicken tinga, and it's, and um, there's different types of marinated beef that they put on all sorts of different fa- old family recipes that have been passed down that they serve at some restaurants there. It's just incredible. Really, really good and really unique. Yay. So. Man, what is happening downstairs? <laughs> it's very loud. But, um, yeah. I Now we're going to move on to other favorite foods. Favorite desserts. Favorite dessert. One of my favorites tonight is the, is the peach cobbler we're going to have. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. What about, um, do you like cho- anything with chocolate? Mm, you know what I like? What? The chocolate cream pie we had uh, Two, yesterday, yesterday for lunch. Yesterday. Oh my gosh, uh-huh. it was amazing. Yeah, amazing. we were so yesterday we were riding our bikes around Palisade. We were riding bikes everywhere. Trust me, we only crashed once, <laughs> which makes me happy. Um, <laughs> but we had chocolate cream pie for lunch. Dessert, yeah, we had. Which is really good. Yeah, we had chocolate cream pie and. We had an apricot tart. And we had an eclair with peach filling, which was incur- so good. Really, really good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Also, I know this is just a chocolate bar, but I really like Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> For a special treat. Okay. Yeah. What's our next segment going to be about? Well, our next segment, our last segment, is actually just, is just going to be a little talk about why we like food. Sounds good. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, one more thing before we go to that segment. What's that? What do you What do you think um do you I mean, do not have to reach out to us you don't have to but you can i mean you can like write a review or like i don't know something like that but you don't have to include it but like what is your favorite food for you listeners what do you like to eat and maybe tell us some about something about your food traditions that you have too i think that'd be really interesting to learn wouldn't it Uh uh-huh yeah so maybe send us in a review and the title could be your favorite food and then maybe in your review, you can explain why you like it and maybe talk a little bit about your family t- traditions like we did in our last segment. So, yeah. On to the next segment we go. What makes a food so good? That's a tough one. I know, right? Like, what does make a food so good? There's so many different parts of that. And a lot of them have to do with the different flavors and and senses and things like that. Mm. A lot of times you see food with your eyes and you smell it with your nose. Yeah, your nose is part of your taste. Like, like if a carrot smelled like cake, I might want to eat it more. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Or Um, if corn did not smell, (laughs) maybe I'd like eating that. There you go. But um, I like things that have different textures and different flavors. I like things that are salty or sweet. 
Sometimes it's a combination of both. Yeah, um, I like combinations of food. It balances the flavor and makes foods taste better. And texture too is really important. So on a burger, for me, I like to have um, uh, like crisp iceberg lettuce sometimes because you want that crunch. Um, you have... Um, you know, you know have... one time I had a pita sandwich and it had like chickpeas in it, but it was so good. It had like hummus and um, Do you know what rice. you make hummus out of? I know, but it had hummus and chickpeas and rice mm-hmm. and, yeah, chickpeas are in hummus and it had little gyro meat in there, but it was so good and I just wanted that little crunch in my bread, pita mm-hmm. bread, and it tasted delicious. That sounds Honestly, amazing. You, sh- you, you guys listening should probably try making that. that sounds really good. Again, it's pita bread, yellow rice. Euro meat, little pieces of Euro meat, hummus, and chickpeas. Nice. Put it really wrapped in pita bread. That sounds delicious. Mm. That sounds really, really good. Mm. Could just eat that right up. Right now. Except right now. I mean, we're podcasting right now. I can't just, <laughs> I can't just eat on the microphone. I mean, I already, I can, I, I can play my, pack my little thingies, my little, my, my little segments. I can play them back and I realize how, how much little, how, how much background noise there is. So imagine how much background noise with me eating. Yeah, that'd be a lot. But one of the most important things I think about food is probably... What's that? Balance. A balanced scale of flavor. Like, you don't just want, like, those pretzels that are just, like, covered in salt. Like, if you eat that, your mouth's going to freak out and go, ah! That's right. And you don't, and you don't, and you don't want... The reason I don't like those, like, cherries that don't have pits or anything, mm-hmm. that they're sometimes in, like, Shirley Temples. Yeah. I don't like them because they're just pure sweet. Maraschino cherries. That's yeah, they just, called. like, explode with sweetness in your mouth. You just, like, can't stop it. It's just, like, the juice is just, like, sugar. Yeah. And it and it's just it's not... Not, not balanced, I, I don't right? appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, your mouth is just like, ah! They're crisp, but it's, like, pop! That's They're right. just like, no, no, I don't want this much sweet. That's exactly right. Yeah, you got to have a good balance. you got to have, I, I, like I said, I'm a big texture person, so I don't like things that are just too mushy, for instance. you got to have something that's crispy. you got to have, if you have something that doesn't have any, like, body to it. So, like, a burger's really good because when you cook it, it's kind of, it's not mushy. It's kind of got, like, a, yeah, a the, bite to it, you know? Like the bun is mushy but the meat is like solid that's right that's right um one of my favorite things to eat is like a ribeye steak if it's cooked perfectly because the texture in that one bite and and the flavor typically is going to be salty you're going to have a little bit of richness from the fat and the meat umami for sure umami oh well you know about that (laughs) um and you're going to have um, you're gonna have to chew it up, but it's gonna be like delicate and tender if it's cooked right. And you're gonna have multi, you know, you're gonna have a lot of different flavors and things in just one piece of meat, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about steak 
as long as a meat is cooked perfectly, it can just explode with this salty umami taste, and your mouth is just like delighted by it. That's right. That's exactly right. Like, like other than people who just don't like meat, who doesn't like a good tender steak? That's right. And some people don't. You know. So, like for instance, like with salmon, um, if people don't eat meat or they eat fish or they don't eat fish at all or, or no meat whatsoever, um, with salmon, what I like about it is that the texture, it dep- it, similar, if you cook it the right way, you can have it be a little bit firm and a little bit soft and very moist. Um, but, you know, you can do a number of different things with it. It's pretty easy to prepare as long as you don't overcook it. Um, and then there's different things like with people who don't eat meat at all, which, you know, of course we're sensitive to. There's different types of vegetables and there's different ways and there's one of the best restaurants I've ever been to is a vegan restaurant in Philadelphia called Veg and they smoked carrots and it tasted like barbecue pork and it was incredible it was amazing so they they made it so that the texture of the carrot was similar to like a pork like a, a pulled pork which is amazing really cool wow that does sound cool that's right would you try that if it tastes if you would you try a carrot if it tastes like barbecue pork I'd taste it. I'd there probably order. I'd order something else for myself, like maybe one of those veggie. Like, and maybe I'd order. Like, I'd. Like, maybe we'd just like bring something home from there, yeah. and mom would just like bring home those carrots, and I would like taste one. Yeah. If I liked it, I'd eat it with her. But if I didn't, I could just get something else. That's right. That's right. Okay. But I feel like I, I might like that. Yeah. Except I don't like. Except they don't just like cooked carrots. I think. Yeah. I think they're too. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need snacks right now. We're talking about snacks. <laughs> Did, I don't. I don't know if you heard that, listeners, but um, our Emmy downstairs, she's going crazy about snacks right now. <laughs> but anyway. Like, I might like those carrots, but I don't like cooked carrots because they're just so mushy. Right. And they're just like, like, my body, like, even if it doesn't like something, it still wants the flavor of that thing. It doesn't want this other flavor that's unrelated, and the carrot just tastes straight up sweet when it's cooked, which I don't appreciate. Well, I think it's getting kind of close to us wrapping this up, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we should absolutely do more of these discussions about food because I think it's really important to um, to learn more about other people's food and talk more about our experiences with it, right? Uh-huh. And, and maybe someday we'll even turn it into our own podcast. That, if sounds, we ever, that yeah. sounds really cool. I'd be very excited about that. Yeah, and if we ever do, yeah. just look up Food Fest by Justin Fine Silver and Caroline Strickland. All right. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, wait, we got one more thing for you.